and welcome to the MMA Dream. I am James, your host, and I am joined by my other three um, co-hosts, my boy Logan. Yo. My boy Oscar. What's up? And my boy Mason. Hey, yo. And today, you know, we're just sitting down and catching up on current events going on in the MMA world today. And uh, I thought, you know, first off, you know, we're a new podcast and everything. I thought it'd be a good idea to, um, over the when we're not covering fight nights and pay-per-views to um, kind of go over the divisions, you know? And I wanted to start with the first four divisions tonight, which would be like, you know, flyweight, bantamweight, featherweight, and lightweight. Okay. All right, all right, all right. So obviously, you know, start with small guys and let's start with flyweight. Um, You know, whoever wants to jump in first, uh, how you guys feeling about flyweight? Because, I mean, this is a division at one point that people didn't know if it was going to, you know, stay or go or... You know, because, I mean, Demetrius Johnson was just, like, destroying everybody who walked into the division from any, Yeah, you know... let's not forget about Triple C either, though. Yeah, Demetrius Johnson, one of the greatest of all time. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Easily. Easily one of the greatest of all time. But, I, dude, flyweight is such a difficult decision because I feel like it there's is. not too many, like, like, obviously, you got your Figueredo and Brandon Moreno, but I don't, like, and, like, Kai Car France. Maybe Cody just Garbrandt, about say. like, maybe, like, Cody Garbrandt, like, some named fighters that you can throw in there. But other than that, I don't really know, like, there's, like, it's not a strong division, I'd say. No, yeah, for the longest time, it was definitely a stale weight class. But, yeah, yeah. like you said, now there's someone like Kai Car France who Brandon Royale. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Brandon Royval. Alex Perez. Oh, yeah. Man. I mean, this weight class might start to pick back up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for yeah. sure. There's some, yeah. there's some, um, there's some, like, there's some gutsy fighters yeah. in this division, dude. I'm definitely on the kind of power of France hype train. I am too, bro. For sure. Dude, because right man, now, he's, yeah, he's in his fight camp. Mm-hmm. Bro, yeah. city kickbox, kickboxing. And he, he absolutely demolished Cody Garbrandt. Like demolished. Oh my god, <laughs> was disgusting. I will say though, Cody Garbrandt has looked kind of like not great in his last couple fights. Not at all. But dude, he looked yeah. disgustingly skinny in flyweight. Yeah, yeah. He, like that. I don't yeah. like. That's just he didn't. He didn't look okay. I didn't think it was a good idea for him to go down. Actually, I wasn't opposed to the idea of him going down, but, like, the whole thing about Cody Garbrandt is everyone always talks about his speed. And when he goes down to flyweight, he doesn't have that speed anymore because it's all faster guys anyway. You know what I mean? It's crazy to think he was booked to fight Davison Figueredo before Brandon Moreno. Oh, my God, he was. Yeah. Yeah. Could you imagine now after seeing what we saw? It'd be a little unfair. (laughs) Yeah. Right now. Because right now in flyweight, obviously, Figgy's the champ. Moreno's the number one container. And then Askar Askarov is pitted to fight against Kaikar France, the number two and six fighter. Or no, yeah, two. No, I'm sorry. But on the rankings online, on the UFC website, it's Brandon Moreno, Askar Askarov, um, Pantanoia. I, can't, I think I said his name wrong. Alex Piera. So it's like one, two, three, four. And then there's no five. And then it's Brandon Roy Vollett. Uh, or no, I'm sorry, it's Kai Car France at six. There's no five. 
Yeah, the, the the top six, seven are pretty solid, but like it's there's not a whole lot of fighters in that division. Like, <laughs> like you can only make so many fights in flyweight. You know what I mean? Yeah, I th- like dude, I like I think that. it's cool that they're gonna try and run Figueroa and Moreno for a fourth fight, but it's like at the same time, I keep, I think keep booking these guys over and over again. That division's gonna get played out, and nobody's gonna be excited for it. Just like I mean, flyweight has been the same since the UFC. State. Yeah, it has it's always been in the yet, same oh. state, and mm. yeah, I think they're just gonna leave it at that. Keep that weight class just as it is. It's it's yeah. been in the same state since the UFC since that weight class has been a thing. I mean, I mean they've I, had three straight crazy title fights. Yes, they have, and like yeah. it's still like most people. I mean, one title fight's not going to grow the rest of the division, but it'll get more people thinking about it. And still, like a lot of a lot of not really hardcore fans don't know who a lot of the Brandon don't know the Brandon Roy Bells, the As- mm-hmm. Askar Askarovs, and a lot of people might still not know Kai Kara France, and that's not mm-hmm. that's just the more casual viewer of the sport obviously but still like yeah. that's what you need to build up a division that's why conor mcgregor's so big that's why mm-hmm. even khabib's so big everybody mm-hmm. knows who they, those guys are yeah for sure um, um looking at it right now i kind of want to see like brandon roy ball fight um alex perez because i don't know if there's like a fight booked for the only fights i know right now that's booked as Kaikar France and um and motherfucking Askarov. And I mean I, I don't know what else to do at Flyweight besides running back for a fourth time. Yeah, and I mean then, you have to. Yeah, because it's what one 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 and one now. One win, yeah. one loss, and one tie. So yeah, I guess this is for all the models. This will technically be the tiebreaker. Yeah. And I mean Without like looking at the numbers and everything, and I mean like going too in depth to into it, who you guys got? You know, winning the. I don't know. I I really I really fight. When Figueredo won, it was really close. It was dominant. Mm -hmm. When Moreno won, and then I mean shit, they had a draw the first fight. So like, I think Figueredo just had a really bad night when he came in and got choked out. But at the same time, I don't think they're very far apart in skill. And I think they're, it's going to be same thing, just a really close razor thin fight for yeah. the fourth yeah. one to break it. Yeah, no, I feel Would like you be surprised if it went to a draw again? No. Honestly, no. Actually, yeah. Yeah, no, no. Because, I mean, if a couple more things went Moreno's way um, this last fight, you know, maybe he doesn't get knocked down. Uh, you know, a time or two less. Like if that happens, uh, shit, maybe that'd be a draw because that was an insanely close fight. Like that was super close, dude. Yeah. Like yeah. Brandon was like landing like way more shots, and but everything yeah. Figueroa hit was just doing so much more damage. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um, yeah, yeah. But uh, any more thoughts on the flyweight division before we move on up to bantamweight? No, I'm I'm on the Kai Car France hype train and I'm staying. Me too. You, okay, okay. One last thing about it then. Do you think Kai Car France can beat uh, Figgy or Moreno? Whoever has no. the belt. Yes. Yeah. I think I think he uh, has potential. He ha- dude. He has all the potential in the world, but potential only gets you so far. Yeah, I think 
Mason, I heard you say no. What I think he's going to challenge for the belt and lose. I think whichever one of these guys wins this is going to be the champion for not a Demetrius mm-hmm. Johnson type reign, but for for oh, a good okay. amount of time. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Good deal. Good deal. We move on to um, up, 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 up to the bantamweight division, and we got Aljo as the champ right now. Some people say that's fake. Some people say you know he shouldn't have thrown that knee, but you know whatever. Aljo's the champ, uh, of course. Peter Yan's still number one with, at the contender spot. Do they have a fight book right the, now? Peter's the interim. He's the interim champ. They have oh, a fight shit, that's right. I totally forgot that. Yeah, and yeah, Dillashaw Peter... is already number two. Jose Aldo's number uh, three. Corey Hans, Corey Sanhagen, excuse me, is number four. And Rob Pil- Pillow Hands Font is still number five. And I'm kind of surprised he's in his st- top five still. I mean, Jose Aldo's still good. But I thought um, the dude behind him – actually, I honestly would have thought Dominic Cruz would have moved into the top five after beating Pedro Munoz. Munoz, well, it was still a really good fight. And he's been on a couple fight win streaks so far. Well, yeah. I mean, still not yeah, insanely yeah. active, but mm. he's getting up there in age. Dude, but this is one of the more interesting divisions in the – in the in the whole promotion for sure. I mean, there's so much yeah. talent top to bottom, and the craziest part is the biggest star of the whole division is not even <laughs> in the top ten. Not even in the top ten. Oh boy. The, like, yeah. Song Yeah, he's uh he's fourteen. He's fourteen. Yeah. yeah. Dude, he's good though. He's won his last like three. I no, think. yeah. He yeah. is pretty good. I kinda wanna that'd be interesting. That, that I mean, they probably I think the next fight to book for Bantamweight, they're the most popular guy in Bantamweight, Mister Sean O'Malley, would probably be Song Yadong or somebody in the top ten. I'd say Pedro Munoz. Yeah, uh, I could yeah. that. Or Marlon Barra again. Dominic Cruz versus. That's another good one. That's another really good, that's good one. one. I think the only problem with that at this point in Dom's career, I don't think he's going to fight a guy ranked lower than him. You know what I mean? I mean, but that's a good amount of money. But do you really see Dominic? Do you see Dominic Cruz really fighting for a championship in the next three, four years? I think that's the only reason he wants to fight is a shot at the gun. Yeah, so I I honestly think he he taking the slow, yeah, rise to the championship. But I yeah, and I think that's smart. I think he's doing the right thing. I just don't think he's gonna fight the number twelve ranked guy. Right? Say Sean O'Malley wins his next two fights against like ranked you know fighters. And I mean, shit, Dom, or even just the next one, you know, Dom could yeah. be there, but I don't think Dom is in it for like the big money fight right now. I mean, shit, if the circumstances are right and the money's enough, he, you know, I, anybody would take it, I guess. But I, it I don't also know depends on what else they offer him. Yeah, true, true, true. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if they offer him like a Marab Devalshi guy. Or Sean O'Malley, I feel like he'd take Sean O'Malley because, I mean, I feel like if they offer him a fight with a guy who's close to rank with him, he'd rather fight Sean O'Malley anyways because he gets paid more. And, I mean, yeah, I I've, I really think he's able to beat Sean O'Malley. i take him in that fight by decision. I would, yeah, I would take him too. Um, I think – I'm kind of thinking Dominic Cruz and Ralph Vaughn should run it. That's, enough, that's actually a really good fight. I like that matchup a lot. I'm thinking the next big fight to make is Peter Yan versus TJ. And the winner of that fights yeah. Aljo for the belt. You think I they think, should have? Really? But, you don't, 
Wow. I think Peter already deserves a title shot, though. Like, well, I really of don't... course, but how how long is Aljo going to be out for? I mean, if he's ready to fight, make Peter Young versus Aljo, but if he's not, might as well make Peter and TJ and the winner of that fight, Aljo, for the belt. Dude, what... <sighs> What do you think about TJ Dillashaw versus Jose Aldo gets the winner of Peter Yan and Aljamain Sterling? See, I that think. makes a lot more sense because I think Jose, dude, Jose Aldo against Rob Font was dominant. Like, I, absolutely yeah. dominant. And T, I wouldn't say TJ's fight with Corey Sanhagen was dominant. Like, I definitely think Corey won that fight, but I guess they counted wall control and back control as. You know they point. They kind of points towards that. I think. Did, yeah. Go on. I'm sorry. Like, no, you're good. Um, no, TJ and Rob, I think that's the fight to make for the title out of or whoever wins, Pewter and um, Aljo. I think that <clears throat> that makes perfect sense for the division. Uh, I think because you said what Dominic Cruz is what? What is he ranked again? Seven. seven. Dude, book him against Sanhagen. I was just about to say. Yeah, true. Yeah. yeah, I don't think that is. I don't think that hurt, that really hurts either one of them because Corey Sanhagen will go to like you'll go to like six seven and Dominic Cruz will go up and then we could potentially see a Dominic Cruz and TJ Dillashaw rematch. Because mm. there's an insane amount of different fights you can make right now. I like know. you could have. There's a lot of people you could have Corey Sanhagen fight. A lot of people for TJ Dillashaw. You could. I think Marab. Rob mm. Font, Dom Cruz, Marlon, Marlon. I, we didn't even mention Cheeto Vera. Yeah, I was yeah, gonna I say th- like, looking at really, this, you could have Dom and Marlon Vera fight too. That's another really good one. I but think realistically, fighting. the fight Sean Malley's next opponent should realistically be Frankie Edgar because it's completely two different mm. fight styles. Frankie Edgar's coming off a loss, like a tough loss to Marlon, uh, Marlon Vera, but it's <laughs> like. It's. I think that like Frankie Edgar's more of a guy, kind of a ground guy, and Sean O'Malley really hasn't fought yes. anybody who's a ground guy. I like that yeah. matchup too. I think that's a good test for him. I. I think yeah. that's that is the fight that he can prove himself because he didn't really get to really show what he can do. Like he got hurt against Cheeto Vera and he lost, but I don't think he's like I don't think that was a, that was a good enough test for him because they're <clears> very similar in fight style. I I am thinking though. Because, I mean, Frankie Edgar got, was looking like Elmer Fudd when Cheeto Vera kicked his face in. But <laughs> dude, how old is Frankie now? Like, is that a, like, He's 40. Like, yeah, a, he's I'm taking Sean O'Malley at that fight. And, like, for Frankie Edgar right now, is that a smart fight? Like, money-wise, probably yes. But, like, for, like, health reasons and just, like, safety alone, is that a smart fight for him to take? But that's you know the thing, I mean? though. Sean O'Malley—he was like, winning against Cheeto Vera when he got knocked. Like we've, yeah. we all saw the fight. He was winning two rounds, and he got knocked out in the third. Yeah, yeah, he was winning two rounds to none. I don't remember and, that fight as as much as I want to off the top of my head, but <laughs> it, it, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, he was he was winning the fight. Like he was looking good. It's just that was a nasty kick. That's one of the nastiest front kicks I've ever seen. Yeah, especially <laughs> live in a fight. Mm-hmm. Rearrange his face, but like I was on like the I, chin. I definitely think that's like probably the best matchup for Sean O'Malley right now in that division because I don't, I don't want him to fight any. Like I don't see him fighting anybody in the top five. 
or top six for that even. But I think since Frankie Edgar's like he's nine, right? He's like nine, right? Uh, he uh, is eleven. He's one spot ahead of Sean O'Malley. Dude, mm-hmm. and yeah, that'd literally be Ooh. a perfect fight because n- neither of those fighters really lose much in their ranking. Uh, I'd rather see Sean O'Malley <laughs> fight Marlon Marais or Pedro. Moore. I was just about to say Honestly. we didn't mention Marlon Marais either. He's been on a slump, but I mean, even his last fight against Marab, like he was, he had him finished. Oh my yeah. god, that fight was crazy, and that was on yeah. the prelims. <laughs> That fight could have been definitely been stopped. Yeah. yeah. That was the fight on – Rice is ranked six in the UFC. That was the both was Ortega the... card. Mm-hmm. Ortega, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I'm thinking – Okay, was... with all these fighters in this division, who do we see being the champion in the long run? Pewter. I don't see anybody being able to stop Pewter Yawn. I thought Corey oh. Sanhagen was going to be a good test because he's, he's got a bigger frame than him, but Pewter absolutely just showed out. Uh, Pewter Yawn is by far you... the best phantom weight in that weight Oscar, class. Are you talking about by the end of the year? Or are you saying. No, just like... in the long run, in the next okay. few years. Let's say I four think, or five. Yeah. Or maybe not that long. Right now, years. dude. You got, dude, you just got to say Peter Yan because every fight he does the same thing. He loses the first round. Looks, he, does, he never looks like bad, but he loses the first round. And then he slowly just takes over the fight, gets a knockdown, and just plays the point game. I will. No, I will yeah. No, no, you're good. Uh, I was going to say he, he plays the point game, but not to the point where it's like he's not trying to finish the other fighter. You know what I mean? It's like he's ahead on the scorecards, obviously. But at the same time, he's still beating <laughs> the shit out of the dude. Um, but I was going to say will... with the, the, the title picture real quick before I swing it back to you, Logan. Um, I was going to say if Aljo's not ready to go, then like you said, Oscar, Peter Yan, and TJ Dillashaw. But yeah. if um, if he's good to go, I say run Aljo and Peter Yan. And in the meantime, do TJ and Jose. And then the winner. Yeah, that, you know, makes, that makes the most sense. But it all depends on Aljo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, are you gonna say Logan? I would you strip him if he though? pulls out again? Oh, my bad. Yes. Yeah. I, I think. Yeah, I think I would. Yeah, it's been over a year. You know, Pewter's been ready for that fight, and he, yeah. bro, that first fight wasn't even close until Pewter Jan <laughs> took his head off with a knee. But like yeah. that fight, what like you were saying, James Pewter loses the first round in a lot of his fights. He was not losing that fight start to finish, dude. That was going to be Pewter's No, he fight lost that way. first round. He lost yeah. that first round because Aljo was insanely active. And I remember DC, like, the entire first round was like, can Aljo keep up this pace? And obviously, he couldn't keep up the pace. But he won that first round. But obviously, he lost the – what, did it go into the fifth or the fourth? And then he threw the knee. It, it went like to third. the third. Yeah, the really? third. That's it? Yeah. He threw it in the third, and then he third. got caught with the fucking... I think it was light in the third. Yeah, yeah. So, no, because his What, Pew, I mean, Peter Jan stuff, like, seven takedowns or something? He didn't... I mean, Aljo didn't even get a takedown. Dude, there's this one clip of Peter. I don't know if you've ever seen... I don't know if you've seen it, but I think Aljo goes for, like... What's the type of takedown where he grabs a dude from his back? He's like, a, he's trying to, he's standing up and grabs him from the back. Like, what's that kind of cold called? I don't know exactly the term for it. I'm trying but to it was, picture what you're saying. It, <laughs> it, 
it looked like that it was it was something like that but pewter just kind of grabbed him by the shoulders and threw him to the ground <laughs> on his back and it was one of the funniest like takedown defenses i've ever seen he just completely shut down Al Aljo's confidence. Yeah, easy. I don't. I cannot for the life of me think of that. Like if I saw it, I'd probably be like, "Oh yeah, that." But like off the top of my head, I can't. I cannot put like. I can't. I can't think of that. Yeah, but, I can't um, think of it either. Yeah. So yeah. Other than that, um, any anything else you guys want to say on the bantamweight division before we move on up to featherweight? Sean O'Malley's undefeated. <laughs> I will say the fight I want to see most in, in uh, actually maybe not most but I think it's a great fight to make is Cheeto and Sean O'Malley too yeah makes sense but, but um, let's move on up to 145 we've got fucking Volkanovski still as oh, the champ man. and he's fighting the Korean zombie coming up soon to defend the belt um, and then obviously Max Holloway's number one Brian Ortega's two, Yair is at three. Like I just said, Kareem Zombie at four, and uh, Calvin Cater bringing it up at five. So that division is fucking crazy. <laughs> that top so. five alone is insane. <laughs> I was l- looking through through the rankings. I think Ortega and Calvin Cater is a great fight. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Fight. Both can yeah. take a ass whooping a whole ass could dish out ass whoopings exactly i just dude like i don't know because you got we got news earlier today that the b is in training or he's been training and he's planning on making a return this year and you know yeah he hasn't fought in what how long has it been like Three, four almost years. Three, years four years, years, almost. Yeah. Jesus. Like, do, is there anybody like who would you, could you see him fighting somebody ranked in his return, or do you think he would 100%. stick to that? I'd say Edson girl. Barbosa or Shane Burgos. Yep. Yeah. Uh, or Giga Chikadze. Uh, yeah, I like that. Oh, I like all three yeah. of those matchups. Danny Gay, Josh Emmett, eight. Yeah. I think Danny Gay would probably be the the better fighter because Dan Ige is pretty active among all the featherweights. I think he's probably, he's probably one of the most active featherweights, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I swear Iron. I see this dude. I swear I see this dude's name on every other fight card. <laughs> dude. I but, think, um, I think he's one person who's kind of got snubbed from like a good, um, not a good fight. But a good spot on a card. Because he's, like, always on the prelims of pay-per-views and stuff when I see him. I mean, I'm sure he's mm-hmm. been on a fight night recently. I can't think of it. Like, his last fight, was, wasn't was it on the prelims? The same one that um, – uh, Yeah, he fought Josh Emmett, card. I think, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, um, I think he fought Josh Emmett. He did. Who won that fight? Danny Gay? No, Josh Emmett. Oh yeah, it was yeah. a. I'm pretty sure it was a unanimous. Mm-hmm. Because right in between, well, no, in between them two is Arnold Allen and Giga Shikaze, and I'm dude. I am excited to see because I haven't seen Arnold Allen fight, but he's fighting Dan Hooker, um, and I, dude, I'm excited to see what the hype's all about because especially like a lot of um, a lot of 
obviously he's from England. A lot of English um, supporters over there, you know, have been saying Arnold Allen is the real deal. And I mean, he's fighting at the UFC London card, so I guess we'll I guess we'll find out. Shit. Yeah, for sure. The, we also got word this week that Triple C is planning on making his featherweight mm-hmm. return. Oh wait, wait, wait! That really just, shake things up. Did he just say that he was going back into the USADA testing pool, or did he say uh-huh. he was specifically and going? He's, to featherweight? But he's, but he, yeah, he said he's aiming for a featherweight return. Sheesh. Um, you think he gets a title shot right away? No. No. I, I think they should but him and Ortega would be a fucking I mean, but what do you do? Like you think about what they did with GSP. I mean Henry yeah, Cejudo yeah. retired as what? The triple? Double champ. Double champ. Yeah, double double champ. <laughs> triple C. Fucking, yeah, he retired as the double champ, and how are they not going to give him a title shot? Yeah, but Dana White said, like, he – because when he was asking for it, Dana White said, why the fuck should I let this guy do it? He's he's been retired. This isn't his weight class pretty much. Like, yeah, he basically yeah. said, why the fuck should I let this guy get the shot when he hasn't been active? And I've got guys who've been fighting. It wasn't even GSP's weight class. Yeah, he did go up. Yeah, it really makes no sense. He fought Vince Guignol and Robert Whitaker were waiting in the wings forever. They, didn't they fight twice in that time? After yeah. Vizink won the belt for Rockhold. Yeah. Like, damn, bro, that's kind of nuts. Yeah, and how are they not going to let him? So? I could definitely see, like, I don't know. It just depends what Dana wants to do. Like, I, I definitely wouldn't yeah. mind seeing Triple C fight Volk for the belt because that's like a dream match right there. Hmm. GSP also did sign – when he did it, he signed a multi-fight deal. So, he was supposed to come and defend the belt, too. And, um, I mean, he didn't end up doing it because he, like – I forget what he had wrong with him from uh, bulking up so fast. But, um, yeah, he had a multi-fight deal. And he was supposed to fight Robert Whitaker after he beat Michael Bisping, and it never happened. Oh, man, GSP and Robert Whitaker. That's just crazy. Um but uh, back so, to back to featherweight, um, yeah, because like looking at this, like you could you could make Ortega and uh, Calvin Cater, Max Holloway. I don't know what the injury was, but he pulled out of that title fight because of an injury. But I mean, if you could make like who's who's up for guy year? If you know, you say Cater is fighting Ortega and the cream is fighting. Even for Giga, Giga's got a rest. And, um, yeah, he took an ass whooping. Josh Emmett could fight Josh Emmett. Calvin Cater. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say Calvin Cater. Oh yeah, no, I definitely think a Calvin Cater Yair fight would would definitely be a lot better for the division. But Calvin, in that instance, who would you want to see more, Calvin Cater and Yair, or Calvin Cater and Brian Ortega? Mm, Calvin Cater I'd say and Yair. Yeah, I think honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if they ended up booking a Max Holloway and Ortega rematch. Yeah, I could definitely see that happening. Because what Ortega's what two or three? Ortega's two. Yeah, I don't see why not. Well, Max is hurt. That's they can't do anything with Max until he's healthy. No, that's what I'm saying though. Yeah, but I think the first thing they're gonna do with Max when he's healthy is fight Volkanovski. Yeah, it makes a I lot more so sense. Too. 
But I'm taking Volkanovski if they run it back for a third time. I think so as well. Like, there's, Volkanovski. there's a part of me saying, like, Volkanovski's going to win, but, like, the Max Holloway fan in me is just like, I want Max to win so bad. Yeah. I want Max to win. I, I love, dude, who doesn't love Max Holloway? But, dude, I just he's, like, that's a fight. Max Holloway is one of the most fucking entertaining fighters in the entire world. And he fucking fought a great fight against Yair, dude. I was not expecting Max Holloway to control Yair on the ground for as long as he did. I didn't even know Max Holloway had that ground game. Like I didn't think he had that in him, but that was fucking like A1 stuff. And I think if he can bring that to Volkanovski, I think it's a lot closer of a fight. Yeah. I agree with you. I agree with you. Because I think I think Max will ha- I think Max has the best hands in that entire division, but Volk's just Volk and Volk is probably one of the best is like a top five pound for pound fighter in the UFC, so he can really do it all. Dude. Like you bring up that ground game. But dude, look bro, he escaped what, like two or three submissions from Brian Ortega? Especially that guilty. Tight submissions. Like, bro, life threatening. Forget about losing the belt. That boy's soul was leaving his body. And he said, nah, get back here. Like, bruh, like it. And not only That's what I'm... like he did that and then transitioned and started ground and pounding him. Like yeah. I, I don't I don't know if Max even if his ground game is that the best he can have it. Like no whatever way. it was again. Nowhere near as good as Yeah. No way. Like I think he. I think just because he's a he's a bigger body than Ortega, I think it would be a little harder. But I don't think Max Holloway has like wouldn't try and like would. I don't think Max Holloway wants to try and wrestle him in this in a fight in a fight with Volk again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I, I think we gonna, cannot. My bad. You can never count Max Holloway out on anything, dude, because he's got probably second best cardio in the UFC next to Nate Diaz. Like, that man can just go for so fucking long. And it's, it's, it's dude, it's, it's, like, that, that has to play into a factor. But Volk's also got great cardio as well because he went all the whole distance with Brian Ortega after escaping two tight ass submissions. Oh. Yo, Logan. Huh. You were just saying that, uh, Volk is a top five pound for pound fighter in the UFC. Um, Right now, the UFC has obviously Usman, and then Volk is number two, followed by Izzy, Francis, and Charlie. Makes sense. John Jones is all the way down at number six. I didn't even think he was still ranked, but she. she... I think Charlie Olive should be ahead of Izzy, I think. Maybe. Izzy's won 10 in a row. Yeah, but you got to think, like, I don't know. I mean, no, he he had the one. I think Charlie Olives has two, though, right? Or, like, nine or some shit like that? I, I mean, if he just lost. Yeah. Oh, well, no, no, you're right. right. I'm for, sorry. You're for right. middleweight. Right. No, That's no, also no. right. They do, yeah, they do count. No, but the, his win streak does count for middleweight. They, they're yeah. not counting his, his loss in the light. No, yes. Right? Pound for pound is your overall mm. persona. Your overall everything. Exactly, and I think dude, I think Charlie Olives, if he really wanted to, could make a run in um, featherweight if he wanted to go down. If he wants to cut weight again, because he's fought there before. Before we start talking about lightweight, dude, we can't ignore how how good 
Brian Ortega really is. Yeah. His only two losses are from the only two, the two champs from that weight class. Yeah. Brian Ortega and Max Holloway are his only two losses. Dude, he I, got his ass beat by Max Holloway, but he put up a fight against. That's the, That's the thing. I don't know what you do with featherweight, like yeah. sometimes because, like, bro, you say like you could say like Max Holloway, but Max has lost already, and well, you know he's hurt. Mm-hmm. You know, so either way, he can't make that fight. Like they were going to, but he got hurt. And then you know Ortega's lost to Holloway and Volk. But then you know you go, you keep going down the ladder, and everybody's beat somebody but lost to the next guy. You know what I mean? Yep. And it's like it's like a top heavy division, but not in a bad way. So I like it. Honestly, I would just try to, as soon as possible, whenever Max is healthy, try to run that that trilogy. And um, it honestly, if he loses, I don't know. If, I don't know where Max is gonna go. I don't know if he goes up yeah. to lightweight or what. You know what I could see happening with? He does not want to go to lightweight. You seen what happened to him when he went up no, to yeah. Dustin, and it was abuse. Yeah. You know, he was supposed to fight to Khabib too. That's that's another crazy thing to think. Of. <laughs> I, I crazy to think Ferguson was gonna fight Khabib too, like five times. Well, if, yeah. Tony Ferguson it, was on a good long. Look, Tony was good or on a really long win streak back then. But also, like he has been sloppy in a lot. Like even when he was on that winning streak. He'll start off, yeah. but like if you if you guys have ever seen the Lando Venata fight, Lando Venata took it on short notice and was beating the shit out of him most of the fight, and then gassed out because he was throwing like a lot of fancy strikes. Like Tony Ferguson's always been kind of sloppy. He just mm-hmm. finds a way to win. So that's why I I I think he would looking back on it. I think he would get destroyed by Khabib. Well, coming. <laughs> well, if are we still are we are we still on the topic of featherweight? Because I was going to add one more yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think honestly, if they don't give Henry Cejudo a title fight off rip, which I wouldn't be surprised if they did, I would think maybe he gets a fight with Korean Zombie. What about Ortega? That could solve the Ortega yeah. problem. That too, but zombie already has a fight. No, no, no. I'm saying if he, yeah, like if he loses, like if Henry's not cleared to fight or whatever before then, or like, and Korean ha- or, uh, Korean zombie hasn't fought in a little minute, I don't see why they wouldn't try and book it or like have him booked against somebody in the top five. I think that would make a lot more sense. I'm so confused with what you're saying. And, and they're not going to book him off the rip anyways for a title shot. Because, I mean, if yeah. they could have – they had the chance to do that already. And I mean, why not? That's a really big fight. One of the GOATs if versus Volkanovski. If they don't give – Look crazy his last fight. If they don't give Cejudo the title fight, they can give him either Holloway or Ortega. <clears throat> I think that's a those are two fucking crazy fights. But um before we move up to lightweight officially, you guys got anything else to say about featherweight? Or no. we good? No, we're good, I think. Alright, good shit. Alright. Yeah, moving on up to lightweight. Fucking Charlie Olives. Who would have thought Charlie Olives would be the fucking champ Who would have left the division? But of course Charlie Olives is the champ. Gaethje's the number one contender right now and their fight just got made. Uh, Dustin Poirier is two, Darius three, Islam four, and Michael Chandler is at number five right now. So, when it might have been me on the Michael Chandler fight, probably me not believing 
Charles Oliveira was that good, mm-hmm. but he's that good. He yeah. Well, he's dangerous everywhere. His striking is so crisp, dangerous, and his ground game is crazy. He absolutely shut down any fire Dustin had in him after beating Connor. Like, it just absolutely shut down all of the hype for Dustin, yeah. I think. Yeah. But like, what do you – I mean, uh, they were talking about uh, Dustin and what, Nate Diaz, right? Yeah. But it's not going to happen and it's going to happen or something. I don't know. I think that's a great fight. I don't see why they wouldn't make it. I think that's that's a good-ass fight. But, dude, Lightweight is so fucking competitive. Lightweight it's has so stacked. So I think good. Lightweight is the probably the most stacked division in the UFC. I got a second 100%. behind Bantamweight. Yeah, yeah I, I think it's. I think the I top think three is deeper at the bottom though, like towards the like ten, fifteen. Like you still have really solid guys. I think in no order, it's lightweight, bantamweight, and welterweight are the probably the most stacked divisions in the yeah. UFC. True, true, true. Dude, like, like, do we see Connor fighting? Anybody relevant in the no. time? Like, do do we see him fighting like anybody in the top top three, four in the foreseeable future? I mean, I if he like, fights, it's got to be someone. Unless it's Nate Diaz. I mean, I don't see who else it's going to be unless it's Dustin Poirier again or, or Michael Chandler is another good one they were talking about. I, like, I, I have a feeling he's going to do one last final fight with Nate and welterweight maybe. Because, dude, we've all seen – how juiced Connor is right now. <laughs> Probably yeah. going up to welterweight. I yeah, I mean, because yeah, I, I don't see Connor making a title run ever again. I think he's gonna no. get one last fight in with Nate Diaz. Yeah, Tony Ferguson's know. another good matchup for him too. Yeah, I, I want to see that. They were fight. talking about that. But they were talking about that. What is? Uh, McGregor's up to what, like 190 right now or something walking around? That's what people were saying, 170, something like that. So, yeah. obviously, Walterweight's more ideal for a weight cut. But Yeah, for sure. I th- I think it's also a lot of that, him being that heavy, though, has got to do with the fact that he's been on crutches yeah. for a while. He now. can't do, so like, like I think cardio. I think what, he'll still be fine making 155, and I think he could do a fight. The, the only reason I see him needing to go up to Walterweight is to fight Nate Diaz, that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I completely forgot that he broke his leg. <laughs> yeah, I did. I forget that all the time. And I forgot that fucking number six. Wow. Yeah, RDA, R, uh, RDA is supposed to be fighting uh, Rafael Fiziev. That's going to yeah. be a fucking good-ass fight. Yeah, Who I was RDA's like... last fight? I don't even We watched remember. it. I just don't remember I know because he, he returned to lightweight not too long ago because he was at yeah. welterweight for a while and got towards the top. It was Paul Felder. Yeah. It was Paul Felder. That was so long ago. Jesus. But I think the way lightweight should work right now is I think Michael Chandler should fight the winner of Islam and Darius. Or the loser of Islam and Darius, sorry. I think he should go and fight the loser of that fight. And then the winner of that fight should go and fight the winner of Gaethje and Oliveira. Does Chandler not already have a fight book, or am I tripping? 
No, he was. They were gonna book. They, they, there were some slight talks a few months ago about booking him against Conor McGregor, but they never like actually did anything. It was just a rumor. But like that would be another fight I would love to see too. He's rumored to be fighting Tony Ferguson next. So that's mm-hmm. what they said they want to do. Um, I like that fight. Makachev fights um Benil Dariush. When is that the next card? Um, um, no, the next card. Know. This card is Strickland and Hermanson. And no, I mean is... like the next, the next pay per view card. <clears throat> oh, I or is no, that a fight yeah. night? That'd be a fucking. It's stack. a fight night. It's yeah, it's that's a fight a stack, night. That's a fight night. Damn. It's a really good fight night. Yeah, for sure. I think winner of that probably is next in line for the title for lightweight. But I have to say. I honestly would not be surprised if after they run this fight, and I, regardless of winner, Justin Gaethje or Charles Oliveira, if Conor McGregor ends up talking his way into a title shot, like yeah. that, I, that wouldn't, I would not be surprised one bit. Do I want it to happen? Absolutely not. But <laughs> that's you have that's something you. Ha- it's crazy because that's something you have to put into play in this division. Like automatic, it doesn't matter if he's unranked. Like that's just something we have to take into account. So like. The winner of this fight might not even be next in line. They might already have their next in line set. Yeah, for Mason, sure. Like you were saying, um, Darius and Islam are fighting on a flight night February 26th. I think they're headlining it. They should be. Okay. Yeah, that's a pretty good fight night then. I think yeah. I'm going to go Islam. Yeah, me too. You I'm think? Go- I'm going Islam. <laughs> That's a no-brainer, <laughs> dude. But, I just don't think I don't think Darius really ha- was that impressive against Tony Ferguson personally. <laughs> like he, no. he 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 definitely he definitely controlled him, but it just was like he didn't do much with his. He just kind of laid on him. He really didn't do much on the ground. He didn't ground and pound him. Tony Ferguson tried to catch him and slip him into a uh, like a, a leg lock or something, but hook. it just. Yeah, heel hook, but it, nothing happened. Or no, Darius slipped Tony into a heel hook, and he didn't tap. That's oh, what happened. that's right. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was vicious. Uh, um, um, there's some interesting fighters in the t- outside the top ten, though. I mean, at ten, you have Gregory Gillespie, whose only loss was a nasty head kick from Kevin Lee. But other than that, he's looked really Very good in the fights he's been in. You got Fiziev, who's up to fight RDA. Brad Riddell has been looking solid. And Diego Ferreira. There's a lot of up-and-comers at this weight class, too. There yeah. you go. Oh, dude. Uh-oh. We've lost James a little bit. I think we're having some technical difficulties. Yo. Yo, my there he is. Patty Pimlet's a, a fucking lightweight. Complete, almost escaped my mind. Yeah, he, has yeah, a he did too. He, yeah, he's fighting uh, at UFC London. London, he's fighting. Uh, um, I don't remember who he's fighting. Let me look it up real quick. It's off the top of my head. Dude, honestly, I don't he's see. Fighting, Con- uh, sorry, what's up, Logan? Go ahead. I don't see Connor fighting anybody else that's not in the top. I don't see him not fighting Gaethje or Oliveira if he comes back. No, I don't think not. if he comes I to light. If he goes to Nate Diaz, if he goes to lightweight, if he goes to lightweight, I'm saying. 
What about Tony? I can see that. A lot of people know who Tony is. That's a big enough name for him to fight. It really yeah, doesn't even have to be something somebody ranked. It's just got to be someone well known. If you really think about it, because <laughs> mm-hmm. um, like Cowboy wasn't ranked at the time when he fought Connor. I don't think if he was, he was like in the ten fifteen range at welterweight. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people know who Cowboy is, so they can make that fight. You just can't yeah. put him against like an up and comer at this point. Yeah. Um. Yeah, in March, Patty Tillman's fighting Rodrigo Vargas. Vargas? Mm-hmm. Vargas? And, uh, yeah, so that should be a pretty good fight. That's mm-hmm. another one at UC London. And then, um, whatever I was just looking at. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, yeah. That's really all I got to say about Lightweight. You guys got anything you want to add? Or, um... Oh, I do have a question, because Logan... Yeah earlier said he thinks Charles Oliveira could make a really solid run at featherweight. I agree with that. But do you think he could run, make a solid run and even win a title at welterweight? Oh, no. That's the thing. I don't I, 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 I think he's too small for welterweight. I think he, he doesn't have, he would have to like bulk up a lot because it been such a thick frame. Like he's just he's a he's a wide frame he's got a wi- super wide frame and he just I feel yeah, like them boys are are six feet how tall is Oliveira five seven I think five eight maybe I no, think he's, it makes, he's actually I think pretty tall for lightweight five eleven I think Oliveira's yeah, move if he if he wins his next yeah. title fight and he wants to you know go and be try and be a double champ somewhere his best bet is going to be in featherweight and honestly I'm taking Oliveira over I'm taking Oliveira over Volk. <laughs> This is going to be. I have an answer. interesting fight for him at uh, welterweight, though. What about him versus Colby Covington? Who would you take mm-hmm. in that fight? I'd take Charles. I'd take I Colby Covington. I'd take I Colby. Think, I think it, I, I'll take I Charles. Gonna say, I was going to say, I, I think, think Charles. Charles could. I think Charles could low key beat Usman. Ain't no way. Absolutely. No, I don't think so. I think his striking is better. Um, than Usman's in his ground. I like wrestling wise, obviously Usman's got the advantage, you know, just size alone. But I don't know, man. That'd be a crazy like, I, think, I, I mean, but Usman's power is different. I don't see different. Usman losing anytime soon. That's the thing. No, like, there's just not a matchup that number there's one not a matchup that comes into mind that he could possibly lose to. And I think Colby's the only person that's come the that will ever come the closest to beating him. Mm-hmm. Until you bring up Shamaya. <laughs> well, that this, the welterweights for another day. <laughs> I think, oh, man, I want to go to welterweight now. <laughs> <laughs> we got to wait. We got to wait. We got to keep these We got to keep these folks on their toes a little bit. Yeah, they got to gotta wait till next week for it. But, um, yeah, other than that, um, I mean, they were – a shit ton of the fights announced since the last time that we've been on here. I mean, a big one for the next pay-per-view, the Izzy Whitaker pay-per-view. I think That's it's the co now. Derek Lewis and Ty Tuivasa. I'm so fucking hyped for this fight, bro. Like, Dude, that's is... going to be a... No ground at all. Just straight hands. <laughs> straight. Bro, that's... Yeah, and there's no way it's going to be a boring fight because Ty Tuivasa is going to go at him. 
Dude, saying. somebody's getting slept, and I like it's the first round knockout. I would be surprised if it goes two minutes into the fight. I'm gonna be 100%. oh easy. I got Ty two of us. I got to take Ty, dude. Ty two of us. I got Derek. So I got Derek. I think I got Ty. Dude, yeah, I just think dude, I just think, 31. dude, I think Tai Tuivasa is the New Zealand version of Derek Lewis. He's <laughs> <laughs> from <laughs> Australia. Or, no, he's a, he's an he's a I think he's, he's New from Zealand. Australia. Is he from Australia? I thought he's from yeah. New Zealand. Dude, yeah, well, he's from, he, uh, Western Sydney, I think, is what he yeah. always says he's from. Same difference. Lewis yeah, big fan. Big fan. Oh my god. Uh, but guys, guys, dude, guys. You're missing it. The next, the next welterweight champ, Bilal Muhammad, is fighting Vicente Luque. I, I, dude, I, I, I'm, I'm gonna come out and say it. I think Bilal Muhammad is one of the most overrated fighters. Why? In the UFC right now. Oh, yeah. Dude. Why do you think he is? Bro, this man is coming out here saying that he deserves a title shot after beating Wonder Boy. And don't get me wrong. I love Wonder Boy with all my heart. I'm a Wonder Boy stan. I advise from Wonder Boy. But Wonder Steven, Boy. Steven, come on the show, pal. Yeah, please, bro. If Wonder Boy came on the show, <laughs> I'd shave my head. I'm not kidding. I'd shave my head and donate all to charity. But uh, <laughs> you need to do that. No, dude. Hey, we got to post that on the social media. Dude, I'll tag him. I'll tag him. Yes. James, <laughs> post that audio clip on uh, social media. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I will be and, sure to do that yeah. as soon as we're done. By the way, you can find us on Instagram at MMA pod underscore. And um, nah, bro, but I'm about to go in. This is, is going to be a little tangent. But Bilal Muhammad is going to come out here and say he deserves a title shot at Kamaru Usman after beating Damian Maya by decision. Damian Maya. Damian Maya, who's like, how old's Damian Maya now? Like 40 plus? <laughs> like, bro. And it's not like he, like if he knocked him he's out. He's not a whippersnapper like, anymore. That's the for dude, sure. Bro, I remember watching that fight, and it was literally just Damian Maya, like slowly grabbing his leg, and then him just kind of like pushing him off, and then <laughs> grabbing his like. There was no double, t- no, double leg takedown, not just single leg all day. It was the worst fight. And then Muhammad is definitely overrated, dude. And then the Wonder Boy fight was even more painful to watch because from the get go, don't get me wrong. Wonder Boy could not stuff a takedown to save that man's life. Like, I, I don't know what happened, but since the Gilbert Burns fight, Wonder Boy could not stuff a takedown to save his life. The difference between the Gilbert Burns fight and the Bilal Muhammad fight was in the Gilbert Burns fight, when they exchanged on the feet, Gilbert Burns looked like, not like I think Wonder Boy still wins that. Like, he won that exchange on the feet, obviously lost the fight. But Bilal Muhammad got pieced up by Wonder Boy for like a solid like 15 seconds, he said, I don't want none of that. And just laid on him. Just kept laying on him for the entire fight. <laughs> he has the gall to come out here. Bro, it was so bad that when Michael Bisping went to talk to him in the cage and he was like, what's next for you, buddy? And he's like, I want the champ. And he's like, okay, maybe something more realistic. Like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> like, like, bro. Like, but I mean, this is going to be a good fight. I think Vicente Luque, if he wins this, I think he deserves a title shot. I got Vicente. No. Luque. No. Yes. I got Vicente, but I don't. I don't think he deserves a title shot. Who else is he gonna? Who Dude. Is, yeah. If, if Usman wins his, wins his no. next, next fight coming up, or wait, no, he doesn't have a fight coming up. I'm tripping. Um, who else does Usman have to beat? He's lapped the division. He's fighting He's lapped the top of the division. They, they have that Dana set. I don't. They oh, haven't had I, that set, but Dana came out and said it. Uh, 
Um, We're not talking about this weight class right now. No, but this this is relevant, though, because I'm saying – like, I don't think Bilal Muhammad gets a title shot if he wins, but I think Vicente Luque does. Yeah, well, we're gonna have to save that for the next one. <laughs> yeah, whatever, man. But I'm taking, I'm taking Vicente Luque in that fight. Me too. <clears throat> but um, yeah. Um, you guys have anything more you want to add? Um, I'm like, I don't see either one of them being champ. I I don't I don't know who else you can see at welterweight right now being champ that's not named Usman. So I have an interesting I have an interesting take, but I'm gonna save it for the next episode. Okay. Anybody Ooh. got some hot takes they want to make? Um, like I'm going to wait until we talk about welterweight. Um, yeah, I'm going to save mine for when we talk about welterweight, too. I mean, this has to do with welterweight, but it it was like before. It was before Wonderboy fought Gilbert Burns um, for the podcast, podcast listener. I had Wonderboy. I thought that he could go on a run and beat Usman for the belt. And then yeah. he lost to Gilbert Burns, and my hopes and dreams were shattered in one day. Who was your so, drug you know, dealer? Dude. What were you Dude. smoking on, pal? Dude, I just I think it'd be an interesting fight, but I think now uh, we're saving that for the, we're saving that for next time because that's not yeah. that's not. But I mean, wait, wait, guys, guys, you're forgetting, bro. Uriah Hall got a fucking fight announced. All right, and this is where we end the show, guys. Um, no, all, this our is socials, all our socials will be in our. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard and you want to see more of our content or hear more of our podcast, then you can always check us out at our social media platforms. We got an Instagram, we got a TikTok, and we got a Twitter. All those will be in the link in the bio below. And also, if you want to reach us for any business inquiries or anything like that, you can always reach us at Gmail at MMAPod6 at gmail.com. And of course, we'll be right back here either late Thursday or early Friday, previewing the upcoming fight card this weekend with Sean Strickland and Jack Romanson. And other than that, it's been a pleasure and you have a good night.